0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promotate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spark. We tell two stories. We tell them live. And we tell them across the UK. We have more true stories of summer loving this week. With this story told by George. At our night at the Exmouth Market Theatre. Enjoy it. When I left school, which was entirely miserable for me, I uh, embarked on a summer of uh, working in the local pub. And uh, it was a summer of... uh, you know, slaving over a hot dishwasher, uh, washing up and taking people their food and generally being shouted at, prepping in the kitchen and um, occasionally getting the odd glass of lemonade in return. And I did get paid. And after many, many months of hard work, I got my payoff, which was I got to go travelling in Nepal. And uh, after some time there i i made a good friend who was bicky he was this kenyan guy and uh we'd spent enough time and we thought it's time to it's time to move on let's go to thailand um so we did um and we arrived in thailand together and we used to go traveling around we'd stay on the beach and uh I tried to extremely unsuccessfully engage the proprietresses of various establishments that we stayed in in, in romance, which didn't work at all. Um, but you know, I was warming up, and uh, you know what we would do is we'd we'd go travelling and we'd come back to Bangkok, and we'd go to the the English pub, which was the Bull's Head, and uh, if you can imagine, it had uh, it had a sort of faux Tudor exterior, but inside someone would bow and uh, offer you a plate of uh, delicacies as soon as you went on. So it was an interesting hybrid of uh, the British pub and uh, with a bit of a Thai twist. And we'd always go there. And when we were there, we made, we made friends with one of the staff. And that was, that was Nick. And um, we, I guess we got better and better friends. And eventually... But he had to go back to Kenya. And I thought, things were going, things were going well. We're getting better friends with, with Nick. So I thought, I'm just going to stay in Thailand and you know, see if I can make something work out here. And sure enough, um, we embarked on a romance. My first, my first romance. And uh, I was deeply in love with her. And I'll, I'll take a moment to describe her. She was, she was compact. In height, um, and but uh, yeah, shapely, you know quite uh, quite curvy, and um, you know, and she had a very bubbly personality. She's very outgoing, and you know, I was just I was just in a first time in love. I was I was in clover until it turned out that she had a boyfriend already. Uh, so basically, um, yeah, she was living with this guy who was. Um, <laughs> Who was a teacher, and he was or he was a bit old older man. He was like probably thirty something, which seemed seemed extremely old to me. Um, but I kind of didn't care because I was in love with her, and I just thought she loves me. She doesn't love him, and she'll probably leave him, or or she won't. But it works for me, um, and you know I, I just yeah I just got on with it. Um, and I remember one time we used to we used to sort of be on the phone for... When we couldn't meet up, we'd be on the phone and I'd be in my one-room apartment and she'd be in hers. And uh, at some point, though, she thought, well, Peter, Peter's going to find out about you. And she started getting more and more nervous because she lived with Peter. She was de- dependent on him, basically, and I couldn't support her. So... Uh, She's getting more and more panicked, and I was on the phone to her, I was chatting, chatting to her, and I was just trying to get her to calm down. But she wasn't working at all, and she was sort of struggling to breathe. And she was saying, "I can't breathe." And I was like, "Okay, I got to, I'm going to come over. I'm going to, am going to. Don't worry. I'm going to sort you out. I'm going to. It's all going to be okay." And she was like, "Don't. Whatever you do, don't come over because Peter's coming home." And I said, "I said I don't care." And put the phone down, and I got in a taxi, went from one side of Bangkok to the other. To her apartment building which was like like many apartment buildings in bangkok it was like tiled everywhere um so you, had, you had sort of red tiles in the humid humid heat and the fluorescent lights everywhere and uh i went to her apartment and she was just fraught with anxiety um and she yeah she was like struggling to breathe having what i now know is a panic attack and i was saying look, it's okay, it's going to be fine. And Nick had a, bit of, had a bit of asthma, and she had one of those pumps, except she couldn't use it because she would always press the pump at the top of her breath rather than when she was breathing in. So none of the medication was getting in. Um, and sure enough, Peter did turn up, and he was much more bothered about the fact that his girlfriend was having a panic attack and couldn't breathe than the fact that I was there. Um, and he said look, it's okay, we'll, this has happened before, we'll get her to hospital. Um, the thing is, you've got to carry her downstairs because I've got a bad back. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm kind of trying to carry her, you know, like you would carry a girl across the threshold or something, This, this... <laughs> The shapely woman that was much more, slightly more scrawny, I should say, then than I am now as an 18-year-old. And I fundamentally couldn't really support her weight, but I was doing my best. And he was being very gentlemanly about it because he was saying, you yeah, know, she keeps tensing up. That's why you can't support her. And I was like, yeah, that's the reason. That's why, I can't. you know, it's not because I'm not strong enough. It's because she's tensing up. That's making it hard to carry her. But uh, We managed to, one way or another, we got her downstairs. We got her into a taxi and we checked her into the Bangkok Christian Hospital. And Peter was footing the bill for all this, um, which was like 20 pounds per night, which at the time seemed like an enormous sum to me. Um, And uh, we got her into hospital and I made my exit. And the next day I went to visit her to see how she was doing. And she had forgotten everything for the past two years so she didn't know who I was. She thought she was living where she was living two years ago, and I hadn't known her for two years. Um, she seemed very pleased to see me though. she was like, "Oh, hello, who are you? How are you?" Um, which was rather nice. But she seemed we got on quite well, um, <laughs> And she, there definitely was maybe something stirring, but I thought to myself, "Well, she's what happens now? I mean, Peter's on Peter's around." she's in this fugue state she's now going to reveal something. Well, she spills the beans where she suddenly sort of gradually comes to her senses and confesses everything um, and it's all going to be rather, rather unpleasant so sure enough um, she did come to her senses but uh, she, she didn't steal the beans but by this time I'd kind of lost interest and had launched a launched a romance with, with someone else and, um, <laughs> yeah, so I then was on to my second, my second romance. But, you know, essentially, in Thailand, it's amazing. And it's, it's kind of always be summer in Thailand for me. Uh, but my, my romantic life was off to its bumpy start. And that wasn't the last of the bumps. Hello. I'm Dave Pickering, host of Spark's Open Mic at the Hackney Attic. I also make podcasts, so I'll be at the London Podcast Festival for a special night of true stories with some of the biggest UK podcasters. Come join us on Saturday, the 24th of September, for stories of uncharted territory. Full details at stories.co.uk.